you've got Ted Corliss with the Corliss Barfield Trial Group. Visit our website at www.corlissbarfield.com or look for our full gamut of social media, including our YouTube channel, our SoundCloud channel, as well as our Facebook and Instagram. I am addressing one of the most frightening claims that I see on a regular basis, and that is fire. As a 25-year property insurance lawyer, I have seen every form of destruction to a building or a peril to human life. And I must say, repeatedly, fire shows its enormous power. I don't know, you know, remember when you were a young child and you would sit and watch fire uh, when you were at a campsite and just this, people are intrigued by it. But waking up at four o'clock in the morning and your house is on fire, fire becomes something else to you. I'm reaching out to you all about the issue of fire based upon a tremendously sad story about a loss that occurred in Las Vegas, Nevada. A downtown Las Vegas apartment building burnt down December 20th, 2019, killing six people and injuring 13 more. We've had an opportunity to speak with one of the individuals at that fire and are hoping that we're gonna have an opportunity to have him record with us. But in the meantime, what I wanted to share with you is there are things about this fire that I think people should know more about that would potentially reflect on their situation, especially if they're living in any kind of communal uh, environment, either apartment, a condominium, or in a high-rise building especially. And what, what, what is the problem? Why did this happen? Well, one reason that it happened that might have prevented it is that this particular property, it turns out, had not been inspected for more than 32 months, which it was supposed to be. The inspections previously had returned multiple violations of a whole spectrum of fire protection laws. And in addition to that, the landlords, at least from what we can see here, were not regularly maintaining the property in a reasonable fashion. And the source of the fire itself continues to be somewhat disputed. But I come to you as a property insurance lawyer who has seen the damage associated with fire. And so what I want to share with you from a practical sense is I want to talk about fire. I want to talk about smoke and I want to talk about water and let's start out with fire itself obviously when you have a fire loss at your home you are needing the insurance company to provide support so that the individual structural components themselves that have been damaged by fire like the trusses or the roof or the soffit the fascia any of those things on your building that would be damaged by the actual physical flames of the fire that's typically not something that insurance companies push too back on push back too far on because that's typically not something that they will push back on too much the actual charring area but you would be surprised how many times you'll see engineers hired by insurance companies who are claiming that the charring of the the structure didn't necessarily lose uh, cause it to lose any of its structural capacity but please tell me that if you have a fire, they're not going to push back that hard. But the truth is, the statistics reflect that 90% of fire claims result in litigation. 
that's because insurance companies tend to use an entirely different calculation regarding how you go about fixing a fire loss. But that takes me to my second category of conversation, and that would be the issue of smoke. And that is where there's fire, there's a whole bunch more smoke. If you've ever been in a barbecue restaurant, and I've just come back from Kansas City, and each one of my jackets smells like a different barbecue restaurant I've been in. That's because that smoke and that particulate matter associated with it literally gets into everything. And so if you have components of your home or physical structural components of your home that didn't necessarily have fire in them, I can assure you if they're attached to a building that had fire, for example, the building in Las Vegas, every single unit in that building would have had tremendous smoke damage coming out of that. In fact, we see cases we're involved in where the neighbors, just the smoke from the fire next door caused damage to their home that required repairs. Messy, messy legal stuff, which is why you need to deal with lawyers in your area or in Florida with us who have experience in dealing with these kinds of losses. Then there is the last issue, as I mentioned, which is water. Now, obviously, most of that water came into play because of the introduction by the fire department. But many times we also see water issues because while they're going through the home, they're, they're ripping out parts of it and plumbing can burst. Uh, we've seen situations where uh, we've seen groundwater come back up because of the issue of the amount of water that's being poured onto the location. Water, water everywhere. And it itself mostly damages or usually damages all of the personal property that you may have. Under your insurance policy, you're going to have coverage provided for your structure. That's usually when we talk about your insurance coverage limits. But you also have a separate limit or an amount of insurance for personal property. Now, what you need to do with this is you need to find out how much personal property do I have in my insurance policy to cover damage to my personal belongings? And it might not be as much as you might be surprised how it all plays out. But remember a couple of things. If you have a stereo system, you saved up or you got that big bonus at work and you got yourself a stereo, there's going to be not just an overall limit on how much you can claim on it, but also for particular items. For example, they might tell you that even though you spent $2,500 on that new stereo, we cap our limit for electronics to $1,000. You can use these kinds of things about your personal property to begin a conversation with your insurance agent now in the event you have a loss either from fire in this situation from fire, smoke, or water, or also uh, with a lot of other claims. Uh, but, but fire... You know, sinkholes, you don't see big property losses unless the building is in a hole. That, that will usually affect your personal property. But fires that loss that really gets to your belongings. And so you need to make sure that your individual belongings are covered. If you do discover that you lack sufficient coverage for your personal belongings, either because you've got uh, Aunt uh, Bessie's ring that was given to you or a watch that was given to you by a relative, or you have your own jewelry or your own electronics or your own artwork that is some, somewhat valuable to you, and 
your insurance agent should be able to help you in making an inventory of your belongings and then reflecting that some way in the coverage. Take lots of pictures when your stuff looks good, so when it looks bad, we know the difference. Fire again, a very, very frightening peril for people to face, and we attempt to help them with the softest touch as we can. We save all of our necessary effort, energy, to battle that insurance company on your behalf. We look forward to continuing to serve our community here in Florida and to hear from those who are keeping an eye out on property insurance issues. My name is Ted Corliss, and I look forward to you visiting our website at www.corlissbarfield.com. Be well.